Hi everyone, this is NC. I'm back uh, with another podcast. Um, Today's the 18th of February and um, I want to talk about Africa and trophy hunting. So over the past couple of um, days, months and years, um, we've seen a lot of uh, people, you know, sharing things on social media, um, especially, you know, images and videos of um, wealthy white people trophy hunting in Africa, you know, killing giraffes and lions and tigers and, um, you know, the big game um, wildlife. And, you know, it's created a lot of outrage and, you know, people sign petitions to ostracize these people. Um, And I get it, you know, I participated in that too, you know, so many times, but I had to stop and think, you know, why exactly am I outraged and why is this continuing to happen? You know, regardless of the fact that people, you know, get mad at, you know, all these wealthy politicians or, you know, people born with a silver spoon in the mouth. Um, We're mad at them, but it doesn't change anything. So I had to look a little deeper at what exactly the problem is. Now, I think that... um, within the social justice circles that our outrage for trophy hunters is very misplaced. Um, And yes, I understand it's wrong to kill animals, you know, willy-nilly, but I also find it very convenient that, you know, we name and shame these people, but we ignore everything that shows our complicity, you know, in leading up to the trophy hunting. And why am I saying this? Uh, Number one, most of these people live in Europe, America, Australia, name it. They're not native to Africa. How do they get to Africa? It's not an invasion. You know, they don't just come in and force themselves on us. Like, okay, I'm here. I jetted in, violated all the immigration policies. And, um, you know, I want to kill some rhinos. They are in the country legally. They get the necessary paperwork and provisions to come into African countries. So they are under no violation of any immigration laws, local and international. They are here without permission. Um, Also, thirdly, um, they pay hefty fees to tourism groups and companies, government organizations that, uh, you know, are demanded, you know, by these governments. Um, So, again, they're in compliance with everything that is required of them before they go hunting. Um, So, you know, an examination of just, you know, those three things just made me realize that, okay, we are mad at these people, but they are actually not in violation of any laws per se. You know, they do everything on their part that is required of them before they go hunting. So um, I had to question, you know, um, my own people and, you know, or my own demographic, you know, where is the rage against the policies and organizations that make provisions for trophy hunting? You know, like, why are we mad about some guy or some woman posting pictures of slain wildlife? But we turn a blind eye to the environment which encourages and invites them and also accepts their money because they pay hefty fees, you know to come and um, shoot these animals. So our governments and um, tourism industries actually take the money and these people go out and shoot the animals and then there's an outrage, you know, from social justice warriors about, you know, these people who are shooting. But what we don't see is that they are there with the permission of African governments and they've paid a hefty fee for doing that. Now, I'm not saying that um, that absolves them of any responsibility in preserving, you know, uh, in violating nature and, you know, taking care of wildlife. I get it. I get it. All in all, what I'm saying is we, you know, people in Africa and Asia or any other place where trophy hunting happens, we need to blame ourselves because these people didn't come in illegally. You know, trophy hunting is only possible because it's provided for and protected in our laws. You know, if they were doing it illegally, they could have been arrested, but it's provided for and protected in our laws. And so these people are not breaking any local or international laws. You know, yes, it's not cool to violate nature for sport, but our laws encourage it and uh, it protects these people who come in to do that. So I think that there's a 
need for us to prioritize that rage and use it appropriately and target the problem, which is, you know, our governments, you know, and local laws are the problems, our policies and provisions are the problems. So we need to name and shame African governments, policies and tourism companies that facilitate the practice, you know, not the people who are paying their way in to do it, because when they do that, they're actually doing it legally. So there's really nothing you can do about it. You can ostracize them socially, but that's not going to fix the problem. You know, the problem is bigger than, you know, sharing a bunch of pictures and signing petitions on social media. So I think that we need to, you know, implore some um, critical thinking and prioritize the rage. Thank you.